Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Welcome to a new season of Coffee Talk. This season's episodes will focus primarily on conversations with our sisters about their AOPI stories, why they support the Archives campaign as we wrap up our 125th anniversary celebration with a new museum scheduled to open next fall, and 20 questions designed to get to know them a little bit better. Today's episode, however, is designed to once again share what it is like to attend an executive board meeting. I feel like I say this a lot, but this meeting was really special because it closes out the first year of the biennium and kicks off the last. From here, I feel like all roads lead to convention, and I'm here for it. The timing of this meeting, while traditional compared to years past, was interesting because of the fraternity's new leadership series that we launched this summer. You all may remember that last year during our virtual convention, Council voted to allow us to shift from a traditional Leadership Institute experience to an innovative and dynamic new approach. This resulted in our summer leadership series that included Volunteer Summit, designed exclusively for our chapter advisors and members of our network teams, and Camp AOPI, designed for our collegiate chapter officers and members. Our executive board meeting was scheduled the same week as Volunteer Summit, so while we as executive board members were not invited to Summit, nor should we have been, it wasn't for us, we did get to participate in one very special evening to announce the 2022 Muriel T. McKinney Award for Outstanding Chapter Advisor to our sister Maggie Seacrest of Rho Omicron Chapter at Middle Tennessee State University. I am getting ahead of myself, however, so allow me to go back to the beginning. We all arrived on Tuesday evening to prepare for an early start to our meeting on Wednesday morning. As always, we opened with ritual. I'm not sure that I will ever again take for granted the fact that we were in person for our opening ritual. Following the agenda, we moved for the adoption of our consent agenda, which includes the approval of our meeting minutes, committee reports, and financial reports, and the declaration of any conflicts of interest that may have arisen since our last meeting. Next up was the fraternity update, provided by Kaya Miller, our executive director. Fraternity updates have become one of my favorite parts of our meetings because we get to hear how our fraternity is putting our ends into action. What do I mean by this? For a quick refresher on Carver's policy governance, the ends are what we want the experience of our sisterhood to capture. For AOPI, that's ambition diversity, equity, and inclusion, leadership, a sense of belonging, and service. Why do we call them ends and not something more familiar like goals? 
for the same reason that we call a purse a handbag or a car an automobile. And ends are just a little bit different from goals. In fact, we often share with our chapters that their INSPIRE program goals are how they are helping our fraternity achieve our ends. And in the end, we want an outstanding membership experience that enriches members' lives through lifelong sisterhood and the ideals of character, dignity, scholarship, and college loyalty. All of that is to say that our executive board creates the ends and our professional staff team partners with our international volunteers to make the magic happen. The Fraternity Update is how we hear about all of this good work, and I love it. Next on the agenda was monitoring, which you may remember is one of the three key responsibilities of executive board members, along with creating policy and connecting with our members. For this meeting, we reviewed the monitoring reports provided by our professional staff team for EL5, Financial Conditions and Activities, E1, Ambition, E2, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, E3, leadership, and E4, sense of belonging. For those familiar with and counting, we have not forgotten E5, service. However, because of the timelines for receiving this information from our collegiate and alumni chapters, we evaluate this report later in the year. When we are monitoring reports, we are looking to confirm two primary things. The first is that the executive director's interpretation is reasonable, and the second is whether our fraternity is in compliance with the expectations of each policy. I always say that this may not sound like the most exciting work, but it is very important work. It's how we know as an organization where we are and where we are going. From there, we moved into our committee work. As another quick reminder, each of our executive board members serves on two of our three executive board committees. Up first for this meeting was an update on the work of our Finance and Audit Committee, chaired by our International Vice President of Finance, Lacey Bowman. As a numbers girl, I always feel like the Finance and Audit Committee doesn't get as much love as the others, but much like monitoring, it is very important to the work of the board. The second of our three committees is Membership Connection, chaired by Jane Ellen Bear Jenkins. Jane Ellen and her committee members have been doing some really great work around our ends and how they resonate with our members. If you participated in this survey or any of the roundtables hosted at this year's Alumni Leadership Conference, thank you. This is how we know that our ends are relevant and impactful to our members, collegiate and alumni, as members and as volunteers. And that brings us to governance and board development, chaired by Ashley Dumont. A big part of this section of our agenda was focused on a review of the proposed changes to the Standing Rules and Book of Policies. Each proposed change that is submitted makes its way through a process of review that includes our CERC team and then on to the executive board for consideration. Once approved, these changes are incorporated into our Standing Rules and Book of Policies, returned to CERC for one final review, and then distributed to our chapters. 
From there, we moved into our board development activity. At each of our quarterly meetings, we set aside some time for our own personal and leadership development. We started this process at our first meeting of the biennium with a personalities assessment. For those who may be familiar with this, I will share that I am ISTJ, introverted, sensing, thinking, and judging. When we were first learning about what this means for us and for our leadership styles, we were assigned famous people or characters. Hermione Granger is a famous ISTJ. I'm not going to lie, I am not sad about this comparison. Since that time, we have built on our knowledge and understanding of our own personality styles and how that impacts our leadership and interactions with others. This particular conversation focused on how we have grown as leaders this biennium and what we still have to work on in pursuit of our own personal goals. It is always such an interesting conversation and one that I believe has made us better able to work together as a board in support of our fraternity. In addition to this work, we also received a legal update, an update on AOPI properties, and an update on the work of our foundation. From there, we adjourned our meeting with Ritual and did another thing that is one of my favorites. We enjoyed a meal together. While this ended our official business as executive board members, some of us were staying in town to attend the Foundation's Sisterhood Retreat. This allowed us some time to connect on a purely social level in between the close of one event and the start of another. So we spent some time in and around the city of Nashville, together and separately based on our interest and availability. I will personally never decline lunch at Bar Taco and to walk through the shops of 12 South. I also had the opportunity to explore the gulch and participate in candle pouring at a shop named Patty Wax, creating a violet and vanilla candle that smells so good. And we even discovered a fun area at 5th and Broadway with a lip lab where we created our own custom lipsticks. Of course, I named mine Frenchie and Frenchie Mama. Following our day of fun in the city, I had the honor and privilege of welcoming our volunteer summit attendees to Nashville to kick off their time together. Another highlight of this weekend was when the participants of the Foundation's Sisterhood Retreat joined those attending Volunteer Summit for a celebration brunch to officially launch the Capitol Campaign in support of our new Archives Museum, the cornerstone project of our 125th anniversary celebration. I am so thankful to all who have pledged their support so far and cannot wait to see how this project comes together over the course of this next year. It promises to be a stunning tribute to our beautiful history, and I am so happy to be a part of it. And as I shared earlier, I had the opportunity to rejoin our sisters and our executive board members at Volunteer Summit for their closing dinner to present the Muriel T. McKinney Award. It was such a heartwarming moment to be able to present this award in person. While I love all of the opportunities that a virtual world has provided us, particularly in the pandemic, I love even more being able to enjoy moments like this in person. And my last official responsibility was to close Volunteer Summit and propose a toast. 
I laughed as I shared a few words, saying that I thought most people expected me to quote our founders. Instead, I opted to quote Dolly Parton. So I will leave you with this from Dolly. Find out who you are and do it on purpose. I am so happy that who each of you is includes AOPI. That's all for today. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Thank mm-hmm. you.